Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ellie. Happy birthday to you. I hope you've had a wonderful day celebrating with your girls and your club. Can't believe you were born in 1983. My goodness. I don't know. These years fly by so fast. Happy birthday. And many more. <laughs> Talk to you later, sweetie. Hope you have a wonderful day. Love you. Love you. Welcome to Atomic Moms, a modern parenting podcast about the joys and complexities of caring for our children and ourselves. I'm Ellie Noss, and since 2014, we've been celebrating and commiserating with best-selling authors, world-class experts, and moms around the world. Hello, everybody. Ah, I'm another year older. It's a fresh start. It's a new day. I don't feel any different. That's not true. I feel well-rested. I am sharing this episode not because I am a crazy narcissist who's like, it's all about me today. It's all about me. I just started. Yeah, we should just have a club with that music on. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I think I figured something out. I think I just figured out how to crack the birthday code. It was the best birthday ever. Right, honey? I've got Adam Stiegel in studio with me, sitting across Hi, from everybody. me. Uh, Great to be here. We're 10 years strong. One out of 11, almost we've, there. We've got a four and a half year old and an eight month old inside our home. Uh, we're in the garage and uh, we just wanted to share the weekend with you all. Because it was awesome. It was and, great. Lots of lessons learned, I feel like. Birthday hacks and... Yeah. yeah. And birthdays are tricky. They're tricky. This is going to be a shockingly informative episode. Adam's going to make sure of that. Yeah. I'm just going to ramble and go off on tangents and you're going to just And I'm going to underline the stuff that people need to know about how to successfully navigate a birthday. He's just going to keep reeling me back in. Yeah. Uh, so... So let's start with your mental state leading up to your birthday. I think that's important to oh. set the table a little bit. How did you feel... <laughs> How did you feel in the two to three week approach to your birthday? Depressed. Okay. <laughs> Talk about that. Let's hear about it. No, I mean, this is true. Obviously, I'm leading you with that question, but um, I didn't notice. Yeah, talk about it. <laughs> I've been really anxious and depressed lately. And, um, but, but, you know, a lot of highs as well. Um, but especially this past week. I've been really tired and irritable and, and I talk about, realized how important sleep is Yeah, that's because true. our eight-month-old has been waking up multiple times during the night and then also waking up for the day around 5.30 a.m. And so I get up with her. And then our four-and-a-half-year-old, just to be competitive, has also been waking up multiple times during the night. So we're not getting any sleep at this house, which clearly greatly affects me. And then I start to spiral. Yeah. And then I start giving away all of Eliza's clothes um, because she's – this. you'll bring me back in a minute, but this is where my brain is. Because now she's eight months. She's a giant baby. And so she's in 18 to 24 clothes. So I've been giving away, like, all of these itty-bitty clothes – and I realized, like, this is my last baby, and then, but then I haven't done the emails, <laughs> and I feel like I'm missing out on both things in my life. And uh, long story short, I think I'm going to be hiring some more help during the week uh, so that I can have a more balanced life. That's the birthday gift I'm giving to myself. Um, so things will 
improve, hopefully, in that department. But getting back to your Getting question, back to the birthday, what I want to know is, and I'll say this from my point of view, I had suggested some things. I know that you're a person who traditionally is a big fan of your birthday, likes to celebrate, you know, uh, enjoys it. Um, and I had suggested a couple things. We know this because you really do not I'm not, enjoy a, I, your birthday. I'm not a huge birthday guy. So in comparison, it seems like I'm a, a celebratory person. And and I and because I'm aware of that, I always want to make sure that we do something fun for your birthday because I don't want you to think that I'm bringing my sort of lack of <laughs> significance to my birthday. I just realized it's to less, your birthday. Right. Fear is the reason I throw you birthday parties. Yeah. That's so funny. It's not that I like my birthday that much. It's that it's the fear of the disappointment. <laughs> right. That, I felt that was pretty unique to this year. And that's sort of what we I okay. want to talk about a little bit is, I, you know, I would suggest, you know, a party with your friends. You didn't want that. Then I said, OK, we'll do something as a family. And you didn't want that. And and I started to get the sense that you were just setting yourself up to be disappointed by whatever we did. Yes, that is correct. And why do you think? Because we went to Hawaii for your birthday. No, <laughs> it was forty, so it was a big one. But it was it. Uh, I love my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I think it's the whole having a baby thing. Mm-hmm. I remember my birthday after our first daughter was born. And that was a big birthday. That was a really great birthday where we went to Palm Springs with your parents and my That's mom. Right. And it was so special to do that. And it was really fun, like baby times in the pool. Sabrina, of course, wasn't sleeping very well in the hotel room. And I remember the morning that morning waking up being like, what a great birthday, but I am so tired. And all I wish I had done was, I really wish I had spent this past night in a hotel room by myself. I remember thinking, like, God, that would be great on my yeah. birthday to spend the night in a hotel room by myself and not have to wake up with a baby and not have to, like, tap you on the shoulder to roll over for any noises that might be happening. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. No. <laughs> 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 uh, and um, I didn't share it with you. And oh, God. I kept it. Oh, that. Okay. I thought you were going to say some noise. <laughs> Should we talk about all the talking you do in your sleep? Yeah. I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, that's one of my biggest fears, actually, is that I talk in my sleep. I'm just keeping journals. <laughs> uh, uh, who murdered Ellie tonight? Yeah. So. Um, you kept it to yourself. I kept that, that you, idea yeah. in my brain. And why? And why didn't you share that? I'm curious. Because it didn't seem very kind. Okay. I have been wanting to be alone more often, and I think that's because I have a young child at home who's with me all day, and um, there's no great escape. There's nowhere to go to be by myself. Right. Well, which is also why I think your instinct to go, I I wanted to have my own hotel room is correct, because I just think that if you – look – at minimum, you'd like your birthday to be restful. I think that's a safe thing to say for anyone. And the reality is that if you're a new mom that and you're in the same building as your child, 
there's no, I don't care what everyone else is promising you. We'll take care of it. We'll get, we have it all. Don't worry. You, you do you today. Like there's no world in which it's restful. It's still going to be a million questions. When does she eat? How much does she have? You know, know, you just made me tired thinking about it. Right. So, so on that note, on that note, I booked a room at a hotel nearby and I felt guilty for a moment because it seems ridiculous to spend money on a hotel room when you live in the same city. But I also realized, like, I wasn't going to leave my kids home alone at this point, especially because they're wake. Well, well, because it's illegal, but (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to leave um, the kids with. Uh, a carriage with an overnight or, sitter yeah. because they wake up a lot and no uh, no one's ever done that before. Our family lives far away. And, and it's not also not restful. Even not if you restful. did do no, it. Because we did do that once with our yeah. – uh, Adam's parents were in town and they were so sweet. And they watched Sabrina um, for a night at our home. And we came back the next morning and like – They stayed with both Sabrina and her cousin. He was two. She was one. Because the cousin was visiting as well. Yeah. Uh, they got into a water drinking contest, and then they both, like, peed so much that it was like they ruined the mattresses. And so my parents each ended up in different beds in the house sleeping with a different grandchild. Grandchild. <laughs> so we come home, and— um, And, yeah, that's who our daughter is. At one, she was competitive about drinking water. Yeah, so is you're in town, and I'm just— <laughs> <laughs> So so you just spend the whole time tossing and turning, wondering, did my now eight-month-old, was she up all night, blah, blah, blah. Right. So to solve that, I kicked Adam out of the hotel room, and it was great. Yeah. So here was the plan. So I started the day by going to— Soul Cycle, which was really fun. Um, I have this one instructor I love, David Zint. He's been on the podcast. He was on it years ago, back when I was doing it with Bianca, and we did an Atomic Moms event, and he, he he's just the best of the best. And when I am exercising, I am able to receive positive information more easily. Like, I feel more empowered and lately I've been feeling very small. So it felt really good to like click in to get my legs moving, get my heart beating and to listen to David Zint, uh, not only give a huge shout out to the podcast or the whole class, which was so nice of him, um, and wish me a happy birthday, but like he talked about how with the birthday being you know, it's the beginning of my new year. It also can be a beginning for everybody else as well. And it just felt really good to be in a room full of, like, strangers who um, wished me well and were, like, clapping and cheering. Um, and I felt a little uncomfortable at times. I Like, I wanted to go small for a second because I was like, oh, no, I don't want all this attention on me. And then I thought, like, when other people have their birthdays, I don't feel – like weird or like judgment towards them. Right. I'm not like sitting on my bike being like, oh, look at them hogging look at all the attention. Marty and his birthday. Like, how <laughs> dare he? Like, I'm not going to clap for him. Like, yeah. like what is yeah. that? I don't know. So I had to like self correct there and be like, oh, no, this is cool. Like, yeah. they don't mind wishing me a happy birthday. Right. It's okay to make a big deal about my birthday. Like, I've had another year. Like, that's Big pretty deal. amazing, yeah. and it's been a crazy ass year. And we have another child, and we live in new home in a new home. Like, a lot has happened this year. And then talk about his message a little bit because I and do think it's important. 
he just has like a, always has a great message that is very empowering and it's always about like um you know you putting your dreams into action and it just feels like a great way to get a life coach and get a little stronger physically at the same time and so uh in this particular class he was he was saying you know like you know what you're doing. It's always like the metaphor with the bike. So it's like, you know what you're doing on the bike. You know what you're doing in your life. And you, you know, it's not, we, you don't need to take the adjustments. And when he said that word about like adjustments, I was like, oh, wow. Like I have been self-correcting so much. I have been. Based on. Based on, you know what? It's like, it's feedback from. Like the critical voices in sure. my head. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's right. Yes. So it's not even real, but even if it were real, like that, I wouldn't need to make those adjustments. Yeah. I can hear it and not make the adjustment. Yeah. And it made me think of parenting and how we are, um, especially when we have young children, everybody wants to give you adjustments. Sure. Suggestions. And, and suggestions. And we want to do it the best way we can. So sometimes we take those adjustments or suggestions and then we lose what we had. Like, Correct. like we don't basically, we don't need to take everyone's suggestion, which is a crazy thing to say since I interview experts all the time. It is, but I, but, I, we, but that's a huge part of the show too, is like trusting your own intuition and, and trusting what you do is and that's a huge worthy thing for me. of, um, pursuit you know, the, or the, to exist. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, the reason I bring it up and, and I wanted you to touch on it, you know, relative to your birthday is because the sh- in, in this show, th- those are adjustments, suggestions, feedback that is solicited. And I think what's dangerous is, you know, the unsolicited feedback from, from, from the voices in your head or. Right. Or you know, I have a friend who recently did an Instagram post um, sharing something vulnerable right. and then, you know, it's in the, the mom haters. world. So then there's like, you know, the comments are full of suggestions or or like suggestions that are tinged with uh, critique. Right. right. Um, Which most suggestions are if you if they're unsolicited because you're not ready for them. And so and then and then my girlfriend on Instagram, then I see an Instagram story and it's like she's bummed out. And then you're, you want to be like, no, but keep sharing. We right. love hearing it. But it's so hard because it's almost like people get vulnerable and then they don't want to share anymore. And it's like a turtle sticking its head out. And then it's like, oh, like, because right. why? Why have the axe come down? Of course, it doesn't make any sense. But anyway, the reason I bring it up is I feel like your choice to get a hotel room for your birthday is like, that's your, that was your instinct and following it was the best thing that you did. And I think there probably were some adjustment voices in your head saying, don't do that or, 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 or oh, giving yeah. you reasons why not to. Oh my, I told my mom, she was like, what are you doing for your birthday? And I was like, I'm going to a hotel room and I'm going to be there by myself. And she was like, oh, God. <laughs> and it was like this, like, it was so clear that she was thinking, like, is my daughter getting a divorce? Which I think is always, like, one of her top five thoughts is, right. like, did Ellie screw up her marriage? Like, <laughs> Yes, so I'm going to a hotel room for my birthday. So, anyway, wait, what do you mean? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I, that, I don't know how, how that, that would, yeah, how those would mean, connect. Like, 
to be by yourself would mean that like something must be wrong in your relationship. Or it just means that you want a day for yourself. Exactly. That's yeah. my point. So anyway, my point is I'm glad that you did follow your instinct and do the thing that you knew you wanted uh, in spite of internal or external voices because, you know, I, I, I'm sitting here saying I can tell it was, you know, just a great day, but also one of the better birthdays that you've had. You oh, know, you, so great, guys. You had your so family good. time in the morning. Yeah. So I came home from spin class. <laughs> it was all sweaty. And Sabrina greeted me at the door and wanted me to come down to the basement because she had decorated it. And we realized that Sabrina's hidden talent is birthday ambassador. Yeah. If it's not about her birthday, she's – I was very impressed. She was able yeah. to channel all of that excitement and energy and drive into creating the best birthday morning her mother could ever have. And it was true. It was so wonderful. You wrote me this gorgeous card that was so sweet. You want to share a little bit about what you said? I said that without Ellie, no one in our family, including the dog, would ever get haircuts. And that's true. <laughs> it was true. Uh, but you were, you also said, I don't know. You said how much you loved me. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I said some stuff and it was really, yeah. I shared and it was vulnerable. Let's let's leave it at that. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So weird. Know, and so then weird. Sabrina gave me a bunch of presents that she wanted and it was yeah. so sweet. Um, but she was I, I know that my, my necklace is going uh, to disappear within a gone. few days. I guarantee she's already taken it. She set up. She demanded, she was real specific about how she wanted to decorate, had to be in the basement. And she basically turned into a club where she put a streamer, it was like a velvet rope, and you had to have the password to get into the basement, which was party. The password was birthday party. Password was birthday party, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, Uh, But it was great. Oh, my God. And that was the morning. And that was your family time. I had my family time. It was so awesome. Then I checked into the hotel room with Adam, and we had a great time. We like hung out by the pool. We kept hearing other people's children. Um, anyway, and then— you Can't control them, though, so that's okay. I know, but it was like a weird it thing. It was weird, It was yeah. really like a, oh, yeah, there's no escape. Yeah. But, but the brilliant part of what you did was not just checking into a hotel. I ordered a drink. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that was— uh, Because this was, I feel like, the real hack, which was because you were staying at a hotel that was about 20 minutes away— it allowed you to come home and do bedtime with with our children. Yeah. And I think that to me was the key to this whole operation. It really was because a few weeks ago, as you all know, I went to Chicago and I saw my grandmother who has lung cancer and I was gone for one night and uh, Eliza decided during that time when she was home with Adam uh, that she was no longer going to take a bottle. So we got to come home from the hotel. I got to nurse Eliza and put her to bed and know that she had a full tummy. Um, and then – And kiss, got to put Sabrina to bed, which and is – And daddy got to put Sabrina to bed, which is great. Really big thing for her. She's been so, so um, family-centric as of late, which is Oh, really it was so sweet. adorable, she said, because she planned Ellie's whole birthday party, you know, the family part of it in the basement, the whole thing. And I was so proud of her. And I said, you know, this is so sweet of you being to to do this. And she was like, I just like celebrating my family. I was like, we did it. We're good parents. Oh, good. In spite of all your abusiveness toward us, we're really good parents. <laughs> yeah, let me clarify that. So put little Lizzie Bear to bed, kissed Sabrina goodnight, and then we went back to the hotel. 
And we went to the bar there and ordered ridiculous, greasy, greasy food, and it was super fun. And then yeah. here's Lena and Moms. Here's the highlight. Actually, this is the key. At 10 p.m., went back to my room, and I kicked Adam out. That was the key to the whole birthday experience. Mm-hmm. Adam went home. He was in charge of both kids all night, which meant that he didn't have any anxiety about it. And also I didn't because I knew he was home. I didn't have to worry about them getting up in the middle of the night because, you know, that's hard. So we so we did it. It was great. It was great. And I got to sleep in a room by myself. And I woke up at 645 to pump because my boobs were exploding. And it was the best. It was the best. Yeah, it was great. Those two little things, going home to do bedtime and then going, but which sounds crazy, but it's not. It's like you've had a day, it's a nice little break, and then you're They're back so out. They're so little, that's yeah. all. I mean, I would have been anxious about bedtime. For sure, Because Me too. she isn't taking the bottles, and I, I also didn't want to send you home and have her up in the middle of the night because right. she was hungry. I appreciate that. And she just, I, she just senses it. There's something about Eliza, that, like right now— because there's been a couple, like we had to go to the Rampage premiere, go see it April 13th. Uh, and she, so the babysitter had to put her to bed and it it just, the rest of the night was tough. Because it's like she knows when mom does and then on the rare occasion doesn't put her to bed and it she stresses her out. multiple yeah. times. Um, She's a mama girl. She is. So, I finally so got my mama's girl. You got your mama's girl. It was nice for me that we were able to do bedtime because I knew that that gave me the shot at actually sleeping through the night without... Which you did. Which I did. She did not wake up until six. And then I got to store the breast milk in uh, the mini fridge, <laughs> which fridge. always cracks me up. And then at checkout of the hotel, like I had the bottle with like the flange because I forgot the top. So I like put that on the counter at the hotel. And I always think like, oh, God, I wonder if men are like wondering what the hell that is or if they know that like oh, I Oh, I think they know food. and they're grossed out. Totally grossed out. Yeah. Like <laughs> latte anyone? Yeah. Uh, so that was how – uh, I did my birthday this year. It was year. great. It, it was, was perfect. So great. Oh, yeah. and it was so sweet. Uh, Olivia posted on my on our the like Atomic Moms private Facebook group page um, a little birthday wish, and moms were commenting, and that was so sweet. And I got some um, private messages on Instagram from listeners, and y'all just mean so much to me. Like that was, I, I can't. What. You see, so you, sp- you spent the you spent your birthday in a hotel room with your with your atomic bombs family. Basically, that's all I wanted. Yeah, it was pretty great. It was perfect. It was perfect yeah. because I just so y'all know, like I'm always thinking about you guys, um, and it was just really cool. It felt really good. I feel like I did it right, um, and I think that this next year. I think it's going to be my, like, take back my life year. You know, Eliza's getting older. We're getting in the swing of things. I'm going to be more decisive. Uh, follow the instincts. I'm going to follow my instincts, but I'm yeah. also going to write it out and own it. Sure. I've been really wishy-washy. And listen, this first year of having of a child's life is really difficult, and it requires a lot, a lot of flexibility. Um, you think you have time. Like, you schedule someone to come to watch your child and then you realize, oh, no, that first 30 minutes that they're there, like you're actually like working right. out the details. Right. You're not actually starting what you meant to be doing. Yeah. You're, you know, so it requires a lot of flexibility, a lot of padding of time. 
And this next year, I'm just excited to um, be deliberate with my time. Yeah. Like, I want to get a good routine going for after school. Have to. So I'm going to pick Sabrina up with the little Eliza. I always have... Oh, it sucks. I'm not going to be able to listen to Howard Stern anymore because Eliza's really picking up on language. You can't listen to anything that I've realized with kids in the car. Like mute, like the safest thing to listen to is, I mean, as far as adult things go, is music. Because, okay, an occasional yeah. F-bomb, like you certainly can't listen to the news. There's some great uh, kids radio stations on Sirius. And I might start yeah. downloading some kid podcasts. Or kid books. Also, books. that's what I've been trying to. We do a little shout out to uh, Beatrix Potter. We do a lot of, we do a lot of BP uh, on the ride to school, just because we would do, you know, Katy Perry and all that stuff for a while. And I'm just like, it just gets her so jacked up. I'm like, let's try to just have a mellow. Right. So, moms, what I'm looking for is some suggestions. After I just gave the whole talk about <laughs> solicited. This is solicited <laughs> suggestions. This is different. <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Not an adjustment, but a solicited suggestion about how do you make dinner with the two kids when one of them is... Uh, and this is for me, by the way. Yeah, Adam's going to make the dinner um, <laughs> with the t- two, you know, with one that isn't, you know, a lump anymore. Because Eliza's really moving and shaking and then Sabrina wants to do crazy stuff. And I want to know, like, how do you... Contain the animals. Sure. I mean, look, for me, for anybody who can, wants to find me on not social media, but some through Ellie, my question is, how do you do anything with two kids where one is still not, she rolls, but that's it. But she and rolls like a ninja. She rolls everywhere. That, I mean, she is fully locomotive with rolling. Like, I, I'm like, oh, she rolls, it's no big deal. And I'll leave the room and then come back it, literally in 10 seconds. And she's gone 15 feet rolling. Um, down which the is bizarre, uh, but it's <laughs> it's so hard to do any activities for me with like whenever I have both of them. Really embarrassing. My go to right now, and it's got to stop. Is uh, I give her those little like they're healthy, I guess. The crackers, the little cookie crackers. Yeah, things. of course. But even the that teething. buys you seven minutes, right? You right. Know? But I can't keep <laughs> shoving crackers in my <laughs> baby's mouth so I can get something done. Oh yeah, no, definitely we can't do that. <laughs> And then I keep calling her the giant baby because she's an 18 she's to 24 living, she's, she's wood chipping baby <laughs> crackers. You just handed the whole sleeve. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, uh, so it's going to be a good year. And this is just where I am. And I appreciate everybody who um, shares their stuff on our private Facebook page and comments on the Instagram posts. Like, that's... Awesome. And um, I love hearing from you all. And uh, what else? Can we talk about Rampage for one minute? Let's just say we uh, we had a great time at the Rampage premiere. What is Rampage, Adam? Rampage is a a feature film that will be in theaters around the world April 13th. So it's this Friday. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, based on the 80s video game Rampage, uh, loosely. Um, It's a lot of fun. It's like very silly. It's very... uh, intense action-packed uh and if you like animals and baby gorillas and relationships between humans and animals you'll love the movie i rescued george he was two years old he's not just a friend he's family don't move a muscle are you crazy don't move 
Very funny. You and I laughing at your joke. New guy, he no laugh. He cry. You can get up now. And check your diaper. Come on. Let's go. There's a lot of disaster in it, too. Yes. I mean, I have to warn my mamas, but it's, oh, man, it's it's so much fun. I laughed so hard. But it it's a, what so do you expect? Great. It's a Dwayne Johnson. Yes, of course. Of course. He saves the world. Yeah, it's so amazing. go with your partner, too. Yeah. Make it a sexy it's a, date it's a night. Great date night. Uh, Academy like, Award winner Naomi Harris is in it. Oh, yeah. She's incredible. Or nominee? I don't know. Nominee. But she's incredible. It. Yeah. Uh, from the film Moonlight. Yeah. And it's so good. And the baby gorilla is so cute. Yeah. Oh. So go see it. And Adam had to do the red carpet for it. Which Ugh, is hilarious. He hates My that stuff nightmare. more than anything. And I really, really like being a stage mom. And it's you were good this year, though. One you of were our biggest. Very chill. Uh, frictions, yeah. I'd say. I was like, I have all this anxiety about this premiere. Uh, and I'm like, I think it's because I'm such a backstage mom that it, we always ended up in an argument. Because yeah. Adam, Adam likes to, you know, you're you're very, like, respectful. Introverted. Yeah. Yeah. And and no one cares about writers, so um, <laughs> you, you show up. Like, they give you this fancy car and— you show up to the red carpet, but then because you don't have a publicist, but you're still expected to walk the carpet. Well, you no have one, to even get into the right, and no, but nobody tells you who to talk to, so you end up sort of standing there awkwardly. And I so badly just want to go over to one of the people with headphones and be like, "Hey, this is my husband. He was one of the writers." That's of the what film. I did. Finally, I was like, "But I mean, I could just go. But you what didn't. do I do? You just say, what do I do?' And then you wait for them to fish.'" And sure. Like ask you who yeah. are you, which is awkward. So then not it takes for like you, a- or not for me. I don't know what I'm saying. All I know is it was. And you, I want to be clear. This isn't like you get out and you're in a little contained area. You, they pull the car up and you have to step out of the car. And there was literally bleachers set up with like 500 people. <laughs> In a rampage T-shirt, <laughs> it was his worst nightmare. It was worst. And because it's exactly what I know is going to happen, which is they all cheer when you get out, and then the cheering slowly dissipates as they realize <laughs> that who's is that guy. They realize that's not Malin Ackerman, right? They the realize is not that is Ellie Knotts from Atomic Moms podcast. Yeah. and then the crowd. Goes, I mean, <sighs> you should have gotten out on that side. I bet that was just luck too. I, I was like, ah, I wish we had sit on opposite sides of the car. It so would like, be my best. You're moment. standing there like a fool with. Hundreds of people staring at you like, I don't even think that guy, I think he actually meant to go to the Laker game. And he's well, and then the people in the headsets think that too, because they're like, why is this person just standing around? But no one, you they were great though, because yeah, I don't, I mean, I was, I making just want to be your handler. I, yeah, that would have helped. But then they were amazing. This girl, Natalie showed up oh, and was, was so like cool. the best. And, and she looked just like your sister, Natalie. And she was so nice. Yeah. And Adam got to do this whole step and repeat, step and repeat. repeat. Step and I photographed really well. I looked really good. I had a nice J. Crew suit. Oh, you and, did so uh, good. You know. I ate a whole box of popcorn before it started. Yeah. It was really, really fun. So go check it, it out. It's great. Yeah. The movie's amazing. It's crazy. There's they, so many things in that film I have never seen yeah. on screen in my yeah. life. <sighs> I'm very proud of you, baby. Thanks. You got, I mean. We did it. You did it. Yeah. You did it. You you made a baby this year. And destroyed Chicago. You destroyed Chicago. And you gave your your wife one of the best night days off. of her life. Yeah. One night off. Oof. That makes me tired thinking about it. 364 now here on the clock. One night off. That was incredible. Yeah. To get one night off. 
happy birthday to me. All right, everybody. Well, in celebrating my birthday, I have a gift for all of you. I will be uploading a bonus episode. Ooh. Ooh, tomorrow. Like a Beyonce album. <laughs> with uh, Jennifer Waldberger. She is sharing a, med- a meditation for mamas. So that is our birthday gift to you all. Uh, happy birthday in advance. <laughs> uh, or belated if you were born this month. Um, sometimes my brain just goes blank. I think there's a lot of stuff to say. Until next week, trust in your goodness, live out your greatness, rock on, Atomic Moms. <laughs>